Welcome to Westport Road Baptist Church. We're delighted that you've joined us for today's message. Westport Road Baptist Church is located at the corner of Hurstbourne Lane and Westport Road in Louisville, Kentucky. If you have a Bible, please have it handy and prepare your hearts and minds as we enter God's Word.
Well, thank you, Alyssa. Thank you, Jan. I had to work with her a long time on that. (laughs) But it all comes out the way it's supposed to at the end. Hey, is it just me or is anyone else here tired? Okay, I'm exhausted. Okay, it's like Christmas Eve. I'm ready to pass out, you know. And then they say, hey, you got a couple of different services to do today. And I thought, well, who's going to show up at four o'clock? And then I look around, the whole church is packed. So if you're here now, it means how many people are going somewhere after this? Family, friends, yeah, yeah, like most people in the room. So, so you're here, you've still got a lot to do. It's not like this is the end of anything. There's still a lot more going on. It can be overwhelming when you get into this time of year. Uh, I know the last couple of weeks, you had to leave work like at one o'clock in the afternoon if you were going to get home because you couldn't get down Hirschburn and Westport Road. I mean, it was absolutely impossible to get up and down those roads. So, I mean, I had to leave at one o'clock every day. I, I didn't have any choice. You know, that was just kind of, kind of the way it was uh, as you went through there. And, and then you get to the mall. Anybody venture to the mall? Nobody? Yeah, God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I went into Kohl's the other day, just going to buy a couple of stocking stuffers, had two things. I walked up and I said, oh, good, there's nobody at the, at the register. And I walked up. There wasn't anybody at the register because the line started here and wrapped around the entire building. Anybody see that? Yeah, it was insane. And somebody said, well, it's only about a 30-minute uh, wait in line. Now, look, you might be my best friend, but if I got to wait 30 minutes in line, you're not getting a Christmas present. OK, that's a, or, or you're getting something that Thornton's had when I went through and, and paid my you know, that's all you're getting. You know, that's it, because it's just overwhelming and it can be exhausting. And then when we get to the end of it, we think, well, what is this all about to begin with? Well, over in Isaiah chapter nine, verse six, we've been talking about uh, the, the fact that there were certain titles that were given to the Messiah that was going to come. And we're told this Messiah was going to be a wonderful counselor. He was going to be a mighty God. He was going to be our everlasting father. And then the last title that was given to him that we're going to look at for just a second this evening is we're told he was going to be the prince of peace, the prince of of peace. Now that word peace in the Hebrew is the Hebrew word shalom. And it means more than the absence of conflict. That's often what we think of when we think of peace. When we think of peace, it means you're not fighting with somebody. Well, peace isn't you're not fighting with someone. Okay. That's just, that's just kind of like a, uh, uh, you know, you stopped hostility for a second. It's a ceasefire is all you've got there. You probably have a lot of ceasefires going on in your life right now and in your relationships. It doesn't mean there's peace. You're just not quite going at it right now or something. But that's not what the word peace means here. Shalom. Shalom was something that covered total wholeness in your mind, in your body, and in your soul. That was true shalom. 
And we're told in our scripture that the Messiah is going to be the prince of Shalom. So let's think about that for a second. Total wholeness in our minds. If there's ever a place that that we cannot have peace, sometimes it's in our minds. Everybody here has had nights you couldn't go to bed, things that you've worried about over and over again. You you know, it might be relationships, finances, your health, whatever it may be uh, as you go through it. Things that keep you up at night and, 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 and keep you going and your mind keeps running over and over and over again. But we're told that the one that was going to come is the prince of Shalom. So that that means is that all of those anxieties that you have, all of those fears and worries, you can give to him. And we're told about him. He's a wonderful counselor. He cares about your problems, wants to help you in them and points you in the right direction. We're told he's a mighty God. He not only cares, he can do something about it and has the power to do something about it. And he's also an everlasting father. He cares about you and wants to do it and has the power to do it. So all of those problems and troubles and things we worry about, we should put upon him and say, instead of me worrying about this tonight, I'm going to turn it over to you because all of those fears and anxieties and place on him. You know, most of the things we worry about don't happen anyway. Uh, you've all heard the old Mark Twain uh, uh, statistic where Mark Twain said, uh, you know, I've lived through some terrible things in my life, one or two of which actually happened. And uh, that's probably how we are. We've lived through some terrible things, but only one or two of them actually happen. We just worry about them all in advance. And sociologists tell us nine out of the ten things we worry about never happen. Did you hear that stat? Ninety percent of the things we worry about never happen. You see, that kind of worry shows a lack of faith and trust in God. So put your faith in him, the Prince of Shalom. So total wholeness in our mind. We're also told true shalom means total wholeness in our body. Now, some of you might want to look down your body right now and think, well, yeah, there's a lot out of balance here as I'm looking down through there, especially in the Christmas season. You know, as you go through there, it gets a little more out of balance and you step on the scale and instead of weighing your scale goes, oh, you know, you know, it just makes a noise. It groans when you stand on it or something, you know, so total wholeness in body. Think of all the things we worry about as we get older. You know, uh, you know, as I'm getting older, I find out I've got little aches and pains that I never thought I could before. I can't read anything at night anymore. I can read anything during the day. Get a light like this. I can read anything. But go to a restaurant and they got ambiance. You know what ambiance means? It means I can't read the menu. That's what ambiance means. You know, and so I've got to take out my telephone and put it on a flashlight and go like this on the menu so I can read what's, what's on there, you know. And so we start falling apart in our body and we think, well, you know, what's going on here? And yet shalom means total wholeness, not just uh, in our minds, but in our body. And then finally, true shalom means total wholeness in our soul, in our soul. All of the things that bother us, all of the things that we look at and we say, you know, am I doing the things that I should? Am I a good enough person? Am I, am I doing bad things? Do I feel guilty about this or that? Because you see, we're always trying to measure up. We're always trying to please God. We're always trying to be good enough. And yet what Christmas is about, it's the fact that you can't be good enough for God to love you. Did you hear that? You can't be good enough for God to love you. You can't know enough things for God to love you. God loves you because of who you are. His child created in his image. And he showed that love for you by sending Jesus.
The reason we celebrate Christmas is that Jesus came into this world to show us God's love. For God so loved the world. And when Jesus died on that cross, he took your sins upon him that you might be forgiven and have a new life with him forever. Total wholeness in mind, body, and soul. All of the things that we fear placed upon him, the Prince of Peace. Anybody here like the Charlie Brown Christmas special? Yeah, I think it it, was this the 50th anniversary of the Charlie Brown Christmas special. There's a place in the Charlie Brown Christmas special where Linus tells the Christmas story. And I want you, we're going to watch this clip of this, but I want you to watch for something in the clip. Linus, his whole life has that security blanket. And he holds on to that security blanket and he refuses to let go of it. He can be ridiculed by Lucy. He can be laughed at by other kids. But Linus won't let go of his blanket for any reason. But I want you to watch this clip from a Charlie Brown Christmas special. And I want you to see at what point in the clip Linus drops his blanket. And then we're going to talk about it in just a second. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel... A multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Did you see that? When did Linus drop his blanket? Anybody get it? Nobody? Fear not. When the angel said, fear not, Linus drops his blanket. Because you see, the child that was going to come, the reason we celebrate Christmas means we don't have to fear anymore. All of those things we're afraid of, all of those things that give us worry and angst, we can throw it down. A lot of us hold those security blankets and we're so afraid. Do you think that was a coincidence? He drops the blanket at that point. Wasn't a coincidence at all. Charles Schultz was trying to teach us something about the Christmas story. You don't need to be afraid anymore. You don't need to be afraid because the one that is born is the Prince of Peace. And he's come to give you total wholeness in your mind, your body, and soul that will last for all eternity. And that's why we celebrate Christmas. And that's what it's all about. Because there came a child on that day who would turn out to be more than a baby, but would grow up to be our savior, a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, our prince of peace. We're going to sing a song in just a second. Oh, come all ye faithful. And as we do, listen to the words 
and think about the peace that God gives us. Stand together as we sing. enjoyed today's lesson and that it spoke to you. If you have prayer needs or want more information about us, we invite you to stop by our website, mywrbc.org, and click on contact. Please use the word podcast in the subject line. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Keyword, mywrbc. At Westport Road Baptist Church, we love God and love people. Please join us for Sunday morning service at either 9.30 a.m. or 11 a.m. We also have Sunday school for all ages during both service times. Thanks again for listening and join us next week for another message from God's Word.